ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another exciting episode of Thriller Coin Talk. Today is October 1st, 2018. Yeah, some interesting news came out over the weekend. We have a lot to cover today. We're going we're gonna to discuss uh, something that um, you guys wouldn't expect coming from Thriller Podcast. We're talking about Swell. That's right, Swell by Ripple. Um, it's happening today and tomorrow, and it is located in downtown San Francisco, home of Ripple's headquarters. Today, they made several announcements. Nonetheless, of course, uh, they release their final, final iteration of XRapid and their commercial use of Ripple and XRP implemented inside that product. They also got three different companies to uh, announce with the release of XRapid, Mercury FX, Collex, Catalyst Corporate Credit Union. And according to Brad Garlinghouse, today they have Mercury FX, which helps clients send and receive international payments, and Calix, which facilitates remittances between US and Mexico, actually live. That's right, no pilots, actually using XRP to transfer live. Take a listen. Why are we here today? Well, we're here certainly to connect all of you, to spend a couple of days talking about the industry, to bring a lot of powerful speakers up here. Uh, But we're also making a couple of announcements about what's going on at Ripple. One is, it has been a tremendous 2018 for Team Ripple. Uh, We have had a a huge sales year. Uh, Just recently, we announced PNC joining RippleNet, uh, the National Bank of Kuwait, We announced uh, the National Commercial Bank of Saudi Arabia very recently, and that momentum has continued to build. A very important, powerful part of what we're doing with RippleNet is a network has network effects. The more nodes on the network, the more value there is to join the network. So that has continued to grow. Second, we have continued to grow as a company ourselves. I had a nice uh, opportunity to speak with some of our customers last night at at an event over drinks, and one of the things they said is how much they had witnessed Ripple changing from a year ago that we have grown the team now. We stand about 300 people, about 100% year-over-year growth that has enabled us to sign about two production contracts per week. So that has been a very powerful momentum. And I will also pause and say, when I talk about production contracts, I'm not talking about experiments. I'm not talking about uh, proof of concepts. These are production contracts with banks, with payment providers, and other financial institutions that has continued to grow because we're solving a real problem. But I think one of the things we're also perhaps most excited to announce today is that we are moving XRapid into production. That has been a big step and certainly watched across the industry. Uh, I, I am very impressed with the team at Ripple because this was just an idea about a year ago. We now, and actually I got an email moments ago that we have now done our first production payments with, uh, partnered with Qualix into Mexico uh, live within the last hour. So this is a major step forward. We're excited to announce the partnership and certainly, again, recognizing we're only as good as we are solving our customers' problems. But Qualix, Mercury FX, as well as Catalyst and the work we're doing there with XRapid, I think is demonstrating we're solving a real problem, and to the extent we can do that at scale, it can have a dramatic impact for both these customers and many others in the futures. But it's certainly important to us that you not just take our word for uh, the the work we're doing here, and it's been a real honor to see the participation from many people in this room you're going to hear from in the coming days. You're going to hear from a, a logo slide of 
a whole bunch of different companies you're going to hear from. Some of them are groups you've heard of, some of them perhaps not. But I think it is about learning together. It's about demonstrating that an internet of value can have this profound impact. And by working together, we can enable that. Uh, this includes, obviously, regulators. This includes payment providers and some large uh, global banks. And it was interesting, something to take note of, that was happening behind the curtain at Swell. There was a RippleNet community happening Sunday evening. And before the start of the conference, representatives from Bank of America and others discussed their partnership with Ripple and the go-forward payment processing functionality of the firm's products. Other banks were there, of course, and financial firms like Westpac, MUFG Bank, Standard Chartered, Banco Santurter, American Express, CM Commercial Bank, and SBI. But the headliners being Bank of America, American Express, who all possess global presence and brands of scale, Ripple has obviously rolled out the red carpet for these brands and even made a commitment to doing whatever is necessary to partner with them. So that's, uh, that's very bullish of Ripple. You know, I think it's very easy these days to um, pick sides when it comes to cryptocurrency. I've uh, made that mistake in the past where I have, um, you know, been on one side of a coin, been on one side of, uh, of a party or a team. But I really believe that in order to move cryptocurrency forward to get, uh, to get the whole world involved, I think it's going to take all of us to unite as a whole. Um, yes, we have our biases towards, you know, Ripple or towards XRP. Um, yes, of course, it's very possible that it is a security and not a cryptocurrency. But um, it, make no mistake, they are making headway in this space with regulators. And I think at the end of the day, if the rumors are true that we discussed on Thursday, that NASDAQ wants to have XRP placed on their cryptocurrency exchange that's going to be launched in 2019, these are all rumors. But if that were to happen, well, you know, there's money to be made there. But as I always say, this is not financial advice. Go out there and do your own research. With that, let's go ahead and get on to Coin Talk. That's right. We got a lot to discuss today. Let's do it. It is time. Only crypto, coins, trade, predictions ahead. It is what you spend all day wondering, isn't it? This crypto dream. Only on Coin Talk. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Coin Talk. But before we dive into that, we got a couple things we got to take care of. First off, I want to thank everybody for participating with our newsletter today. Uh, we gave we gave out some Bitcoin, and I, I think no, actually Zamped won, and then uh, we had Matthew came in second, and uh, had John came in third, and then fourth was Andrew, and I felt so bad because he got in right at the last minute, and I was like, okay, you know what? I'll just send you some BTC anyway. So I went ahead and sent Andrew some anyway. And uh, it was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with you guys. Uh, we also did a, a live stream on Sunday via YouTube. That was a lot of fun. We reviewed Vertcoin. You guys should definitely check that out. And then also just want to touch on a couple things real quick. Uh, we've been getting a lot of <laughs> YouTube comments uh, about how we're doing our live streams in regards to how I'm reviewing coins. I just want to make absolutely 
you know, clear with, uh, you know, people that are, you know, upset with my review of these coins. I, I kind of knew this was going to happen. I kind of knew this was going to happen. Uh, but uh, the way I explained it on the, on, on the YouTube channel was uh, kind of like, you know, if it doesn't pass the smell test, then, you know, they need to go back and do something about it. Like the, the coin does. Uh, we, we can we can sit there all day long and pretend like this coin, you know, number 85 in the coin market cap is going to be something one day. But uh, if, if it doesn't pass a smell test, I mean, that's I mean, it doesn't pass a smell test. So I, I would love to research further, but I don't have days to review a coin. Um, all you get is 25, 30 minutes, 45 minutes tops. If it doesn't pass a smell test, then I'm not going to look any further. If it does pass a smell test, then of course I'm going to do more research on it. And I, I expect you guys to do the exact same or probably even more, especially if you're going to invest in it. Um, so just wanted to get that out there. We're doing more live streams and I'm doing this just so I can get some more practice. I need to build, uh, some, um, some reps in me. Um, cause if you go back and listen to this first episode of Throw podcast, it was terrible. I think the first 50 episodes were terrible, but if you listen now, I sound like a natural, just natural. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but it does take time. I think the more reps you have in anything, you just get naturally better. And I think, uh, just need to start doing more live streams. So if you guys aren't following us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, follow us there. Links are on the show notes. Um, we're doing more and more there. And then next week, we're going to be at Hoshikon in Las Vegas. We're leaving Friday. So we're leaving Friday. We're going to head down to South Texas to drop off our two puppies that we have. <laughs> we're going to have a, a dog sitter there. Um, and then we're going to head off from there to Las Vegas to attend Hoshikon. It's going to be a lot of fun. You guys should definitely come use promo code THRILLER to save 50%. I think I think we're the only people that have that. I think everybody else has like 20%. So if you decide to come to Hoshikon next week, Uh, in Las Vegas. Make sure to use promo code THRILLER. I'll put a link in the show notes. And then also wanted to mention that um, this Wednesday, we have Charles Hoskinson on Thriller Podcast. That's right. We did a Thriller Coin Talk today because I was like, okay, we need to do Thriller Podcast. What are we going to do today? And I was like, well, you know what? We have to do... Yeah. So I was like, you know, we'll just wait till Wednesday. We're going to do Thriller Podcast. The main topic is going to be Charles Hoskinson. He's going to talk about Ethereum Classic. He's going to talk about Cardano. Uh, We're going to dive into everything. I can't wait. Um, So it's going to be a lot of fun. Thriller Podcast, man, it's going to be big. I can't wait. I'm going to do a lot of editing, I'm sure, uh, because it's just going to be a lot of smiles coming from my side, you know. And uh, yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. So if you guys are interested in checking that out, make sure to get your podcast app, hit subscribe on your podcast app so you don't miss Wednesday's episode with Charles Hoskinson. It's going to be fun. Uh, Like I never would have thought (laughs) I would have had Charles Hoskinson on the show. It's just still unbelievable. I probably won't even believe it until he shows up. And then finally, I did want to make an announcement on December. That's right, December. Um, We're going to give out free cryptocurrency to everybody that is part of our newsletter. It's going to be my Christmas gift to y'all. Yeah, I don't know exactly which coin we're going to choose, but uh, I don't know. Bitcoin was pretty popular today, so we'll see. (laughs) We'll see. Uh, But yeah, just want to make sure that everybody gets some cryptocurrency for Christmas this year. And uh, we're going to do a giveaway um, on our December newsletter so just be expecting that um, if you have signed up already, you're going to have free crypto free crypto for Christmas. And one last thing, I want to thank RHB. He's one of our patrons. He uh, went ahead and doubled down on their podcasts. I really appreciate that. You know, it's because of y'all, all my patrons, that we're even able to have these giveaways every month. So, you know, thank you so much. 
with that, let's go ahead and play our disclaimer. Roll the disclaimer, baby boy. Remember, Thriller Podcast does not give financial advice. He cannot tell the future, even if he thinks he can. He is just some dude trying to save the world one Satoshi at a time. Right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Thriller Coin Talk, my favorite part of the day. I'm sure it's yours too. You know it's yours. You know it. It's 10 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, October 1st. Let's look at this coin market cap. What do we have in store? Oh, you know, so it's hilarious because, you know, I don't claim to be a fortune teller, but you know, when I'm right, like I'm fucking really right. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say that right now. So it's funny, it's funny how the entire rhetoric has changed in October. And I've been saying this since August. I've been saying it since August. You know, we're gonna have we're gonna have this little slow little, you know, this slow little major dip here in August. It's gonna be fine. We're gonna recover. September we're gonna have about two, but we're gonna get right back to where we were in August. And it's weird, like all the chatter that you're seeing on, you know, Coin Telegraph. You know, CoinDesk, everybody's like BTC ready to explode in Q4. You know, September marked Bitcoin's tightest relative trading range since 2016. Oh, snap. Who said it was since 2016? That's right. Car did. I can't believe it. It's just it's just crazy how like, you know, I'm not saying I'm, I'm influencing people out there because I don't think I have that kind of pull. But I definitely think, you know, word gets around um, when you say things you know, on a platform like this, and you let the entire world know, some of those people that are listening to you are actually, um, you know, crypto influencers. Maybe they're writers, maybe they're YouTubers, maybe whoever you are that's listening, you know. Um, I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely onto stuff when I'm onto stuff. And I'm usually early, I'm usually early, like way earlier than most people in this space. I feel like crypto Twitter comes a close second. <laughs> no, I'm serious. No, but no, seriously. I feel like I have been talking about this for some time now. Just because earlier this year, Tone Vase had said in 2014, this is what this year was going to be. And for a minute there, I was like, well, wait a second. Why is he saying 2014? And I was like, that's interesting. He's going back in time and looking at, you know, different graphs from back then. I was like, wow, that's a cool, that's cool. And then I went ahead and looked back as well. And I was like, you know what? It's looking like 2016, bro. And sure enough, it's looking like 2016. Now you have everybody in the whole crypto space talking about, you know, a Q4 looking for another bull run. Now, I will say one thing, and we discussed this on Sunday, that this whole SEC coming out and, you know, potentially closing down exchanges that's bad for crypto. You know, Tone might be right. I'm not I'm not lying. Tone Vase might be right. If some of these if some of these exchanges close down or you know get hit with fines, that's gonna scare the market away in Q4. I really believe it will. And then it'll look exactly like 2014, which is crazy because I will be like, holy crap. I will bow down and say, you know what? He called it. He called 2014 and he was right. But I'm still bullish on 2016. I don't think the SEC is going to do that just yet. I'm still bullish. But if they do, I think I think what we're going to see is another 2014. It makes sense. And it's weird because you have these marks that you hit. If you look at the coin market cap, if you look at the history of it, 
you have these marks that you hit and they are in perfect alignment or somewhat perfect alignment from years past. You know, the coin market cap today looks almost very similar to 2014 and 2016. It just depends where we go in October and November. But if the SEC comes out and they start, you know, hitting fines to crack in and go after Binance and scare a lot of people and tell them like, you know what, you better get your money off exchanges because you might lose all your crypto or you go to exchange one day and you see a big old like, you know, SEC seized and desist kind of like, you know, you know, webpage, like it's scary looking like that's going to scare a lot of people away. So I definitely think it's very, it's very, it's almost, it's almost, you know, serendipitous how like it could go either one or two ways. I really, really hope, I really, really hope the SEC doesn't come out and do that. I wish they do it behind closed doors. I really wish they would. I wish they would, you know, give them a little nod or maybe they are doing that. Who knows? Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Who knows? But I, I do I do think that it's kind of funny how like everybody in the crypto space is like, Q4, this is when it's always gone up. And we're like, dude, we've been saying that since August. <laughs> like I've been telling y'all since August that we were waiting for October, November, you know, uh, you know, May, once the SEC came out in May and they tanked the whole market with their rhetoric at uh, consensus, like once that happened, I, it was just, you know, it was on from there. It was going to go down and, and it went down. And then we were waiting for August to see what was going to happen in August. And it went even further down. And that's when I was like, okay, cool. You know, this is exactly, you know, this is exactly falling in line with 2014, 2016. But, you know, right now we're at, we're definitely on a turn of where we're going to go next. I, I feel, I personally feel, I personally feel like we're going to be, we're going to be good for the rest of the year. I personally feel. The only thing I don't, the only way I don't see that happening is if the SEC comes out and starts hitting exchanges with fines. That's the only way I see that not happening. I hope that doesn't happen. Um, I hope some of these exchanges that are out there like Binance and Kraken, you know, start, you know, just giving them the respect that they want. Like the SEC doesn't want to be made fun of in public or on Twitter. Like it's not cool to do that. You don't want to poke the bear. You want to just comply. I'm not saying you have to go on the level of Coinbase or Gemini, but that wouldn't hurt. <laughs> you know, you got to put your you got to put your customers first. And if a lot of us have money on Binance and a lot of us have money on Kraken, it doesn't make sense for you to poke the bear and, you know, try to get a slap of the fine or or worse, get closed down, you know. Um, so I'm just going to say this once again, cause I've always said this, make sure you get your crypto off of those exchanges, get yourself a hardware wallet, like the nano, or get yourself a software wallet, like on your desktop, like Exodus or something, you know, like you got to make sure you get your crypto off those exchanges. You never know what's going to happen. Crypto is one of those spaces where, you know, you can go from, you know, really high highs, trust me, I know, really high highs to really low lows, and it sucks. And then what sucks even more is when you lose crypto. That hurts so much. Like, it, it hurts more than than anything else. <laughs> it hurts more than actually, you know, going back down to, to pennies. It, it hurts more because you actually lose, you actually lose it. So just, just want to let you guys know that. Um, yeah. But anyways, I thought it was really hilarious how everybody is on this, you know, Q4, <laughs> October, November, December run. Uh, I just thought that was like, it was just almost like everybody was just like, like, was just like, oh yeah, it's October again. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's what we've been saying. That's why I'm, that's why I'm telling you, like in the crypto space, it's better to have a long tail and to always remember exactly where you started from. Like, don't, don't think too far ahead. Don't think too far back. I would say 
you know, think like three, two weeks, four weeks out. You know, I think that's safe because, you know, in a month, the crypto space changes so much. That's why I love this space. It changes day to day. It never gets boring. There's always something new coming out. And speaking of new, Cardano, that's right, gets another wallet as a Yori web wallet hits the mainnet today. So you can get that via Chrome on the browser It's called the Yori wallet. And it was released today. It's going to be cool. I can't wait to ask Charles about that on Wednesday. I think that's going to be pretty neat. You can get it from the web store on Google Chrome. And then it was also funny because, you know, Ripple had their swell event today. And of course, there's so many, you know, that's one thing, you know, you know, I, I did say what I meant in the beginning of, of the show. But, you know, it's one thing like when XRP and all the people that, you know, push it down your throat on, on Twitter or on anything, any kind of platform, YouTube, I feel like they're just so like... They're very like hardcore, almost scary in a way, you know, that's this XRP kind of coalition that they're in. And it's weird because it's it, it doesn't it's not needed. Like everybody knows XRP. You know, what do they say? XRP, the standard, the standard or I don't know what it, what they say, but I'm just like it's kind of one of those things like you guys don't need to say that you don't need to you don't need to push that far. Like you guys are already good, like. The fact that you guys are trying so hard to, to push XRP makes you people turn away from XRP, I would say. Uh, and you don't have to worry. Like Ripple holds so much XRP. And this is these are facts. Ripple holds so much XRP. They're going to be able to buy anybody or to partner with anybody. So you guys are just going to be you're going to be fine. You don't need to go on the offensive all the time and, um, you know, get people to buy more bags of XRP. Like, you really don't need to do that. Um, Ripple will take care of that for you. I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious when I say that. So I, I just want to make sure I let that kind of goose out of the bag <laughs> before I go any further. Um, and then so let's just look at the coin market cap because you guys are probably like, come on, car, let's talk some coins. OK, so the whole coin market cap right now is 222, 520. Uh, we got Bitcoin at 6594. I definitely think we're going to stay in this kind of range here under 7,000. You know, I would love to see a breakout at some point, but um, I think I think at this point um, we're just going to see a little sideways, a little slow up, a little slow rise. I think I think we could probably get to, let's see, I would say maybe eight, maybe eight or nine by the end of the month. And then I think in November, because usually November is twice as good as October, if everything goes fine and the SEC doesn't get involved or close any exchanges or fine them and Coinbase releases their tokens, I think by November we could see, you know, over 10K easy. And then who knows where we're going to go from there. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I'm picturing. You know, I think if this, like I said before, if the SEC gets involved, I think it's going to completely change everything. Then we're going to go back into a spiral like we were in 2014. And then I think definitely tone is totally right. Uh, we got Ethereum at 230. We got XRP at 57 cents. And, you know, to mostly guys, I really, and ladies and children, everybody out there, I really love to give you guys options and kind of give you the, I'm not really giving you like, okay, this is going to happen or this, you know, I like to give you scenarios and I like to give you stories and I like to give you uh, kind of clues of what to look for. So, you know, that's all that, that's all I could really provide. Like I can't provide chart analysis or anything like that. That's not my forte, but I can provide these clues. I can provide, you know, look out for this, look out for that. Cause I feel like that's the only kind of only solid information that I know that I have. Right. 
So I just got to do my part to make sure that I get that out there to you guys. Uh, we got Bitcoin Cash at 543. You got EOS, EOS. I feel like I, I just like seeing EOS at this point. 574, we got Stellar at 25 cents. Uh, we got Litecoin at $61. We got Cardano at 8 cents. We got Monero at 115. We got Dash at 186. We got Tron at 2 cents. Interesting enough, Tron is going to be releasing a game here pretty soon. And they're looking to partner with Binance, <laughs> of all people. And I read some interesting articles over the weekend. Um, you definitely should check it out. Uh, I forget the name of the writer, but I'm trying to get him on the show, but I think he's a little shy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I think he I think he wants to focus on his writing and honestly that's that's the way to do it. You don't want to come on through their podcast and let me uh you know, uh, ruin, ruin your, your crypto, crypto following or whatever. Uh, no, he has some really interesting, uh, discoveries that he's made and just fascinating. One of the best reads I've, I've read in crypto in a really long time for sure by the, gosh, by the end of the, by the, by this year, I would say most definitely, I don't think I've ever read anything quite as profound as what he wrote the other day. Gosh, where is it at? I can't find it now, but, um, yeah, I can't find it now. But yeah, I will say, though, that uh, you should definitely, 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 definitely check out his writing. Oh, there he goes. Radigan Carter. That's right. Um, check out his Twitter, at Radigan Carter. He is writing some exceptional stuff. He has something called the Chinese blockchain. Um, and he talks about how the world's most undervalued market, China, hasn't even gone into crypto just yet. And he has some really, like, really, really good information. And uh, that's why I wanted him on the show because I wanted him to talk about this because I feel like coming from his mouth, he'd be able to expand on it more. And uh, I'll put a link in the show notes. It's a really good, really good post on, uh, on cryptocurrency and where it's headed in the future. He has really good insight. And uh, one of the best things I've read for sure this year uh, in regards to China, I know you guys are always asking me, Car, Car, why don't you review a Chinese coin or, you know, uh, coins out of China? Don't you not like them? And I'm like, it's not that I don't like them. It's just that, you know, China, for the most part, has banned Bitcoin and they're kind of holding off. But we know they're working on blockchain projects over there, you know. So it's uh, his article explains all of that and more. And it would be very interesting to hear Charles's uh, um, opinion on that. I'm going to definitely have to um, bring that up. Um what else? What else? What else? Oh, yeah. So anyways, I kind of sidetracked there. But yeah, we have uh, Tezos at $1.34. We got Zcash at $1.28. Um, for the most part, everything is pretty solid. There's really nothing out of the ordinary. I think we see Bytum taking a little bit of a jump at $0.19. Cents. Um, nothing in the bottom 100. Sp- oh, wait a second. Funfair spiking up 11%. That's awesome. It's good to see Funfair, you know, you know, because I've just been bullish on Funfair for like almost a year already. And just good to see them, you know, roll everything out. And a lot, a lot, you know, there's been people that's called it, you know, a scam coin. But it looks like it looks like they're actually rolling stuff out. So that's good to see. Got Cortex up 26% at 39 cents. And I think that's all we got for Coin Talk. There really isn't a lot going on. Um, I would just say that, you know, you want to make sure you hold the Coinbase 5. Of course, you know, you already know what those are. I don't need to tell you. Stellar, um, Cardano, Zcash, Bat, and Zero X. Um, you want to make sure you at least hold some of those Coinbase five, because when, when one of them gets announced, it's going to spike considerably. And I think a lot of people were like saying, well, Coinbase is gone. There's no way they're going to spike. I think maybe some of the prices built in, but I think you guys don't realize how powerful a fiat on ramp into 
a smaller price coin is. Um, yeah, if you would have saw it last year, like we, gosh, like it was rumored like around $3 in March. And then it jumped on there in May and just soared, man. It soared fast. It went to 30 bucks. And then it crashed back down. And then, of course, by the end of the year, it was close to, you know, $300. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. And I'm not saying that's what we're going to see with, um, you know, with with Stellar or Cardano or these other Coinbase 5 coins. I, I just I just know how how there's potential for actual, you know, uh, profit there. And I, I think it's foolish not to at least tell you guys about it and everybody else about it because yeah it, it's just one of those that are easy to call like you know that's going to happen because as soon as that gets announced or as soon as it's pushed out however coinbase is going to do it because really don't know now um however they're going to do it when they announce it or if they if they announce it and release it the same day who knows but um if you're holding you know those coinbase 5 or at least some of those who knows if you get lucky and one of those coinbase 5 gets on there and you have a nice size bag for it like you're gonna see a humongous gain just because they're all priced really low. I'm just saying there's never been a coin that low before on Coinbase um, under a dollar or right around, you know, or Zcash, you know, is $100, of course, but like any of those other Coinbase 4, um, there's never been a, a coin added on Coinbase that's been that low. I, I think you're gonna be very surprised how many people um, in this space only use Coinbase and they're gonna be buying that. Um, they're going to be buying a lot because some people just wait for the Coinbase Blue for it to show up in Coinbase Blue. And um, yeah. And then you also you also need to recognize too what's going on right now. And of, of course, it's kind of weird how like if you have the more the more money that you have in this world, like you're considered an accredited investor. It's just weird how all that works. Maybe one day we'll dive it into the main topic or maybe we'll interview somebody that can explain that for us. But I, I feel like um, these over-the-counter trades that are going on you know, because people are buying Bitcoin, they're they're buying massive amounts of Bitcoin, and they're buying massive amounts of either Stellar or Cardano or XRP or any of these other coins, right? Um, they're buying lots of it, but they're doing it all over the counter, and they're, they're not actually doing it on exchange. So we're not seeing that price reflected. Uh, people are noticing it. You know, if you go through some Telegram channels, you can see where people talk about, oh, do you see that big trade? But it's one of those things that people are making moves out there. There's wells making moves. There's wells selling directly, kind of like the way we used to with local Bitcoin, but on a way bigger scale. Um, so just 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 remember that it might look like nothing's going on right now. But, it, you know, crypto is one of those things that when you least expect it. It goes, it goes parabolic and you're just, you're just like you either have some and you're waiting or you have none and you're buying. So just remember that. Again, this is not financial advice. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Go out there and do your own research. Don't trust me. Yada, yada, yada. Do whatever you got to do to make sure you come out ahead because you don't want to be left holding someone else's bags while they dump it on you. You know, that's just the way it is, unfortunately, unless you're a hodler. If you're a hodler or a coin collector like me, then you'll be fine just holding it forever. <laughs> no, seriously, go out there, do your own research. And uh, yeah, I think that's all we got for Coin Talk. With that, let's get on to the end of the show. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of the show. I can't believe it. A first Thriller Coin Talk in October. Next week, we're going to be at Hoshikon. This week, we got Charles Hoskinson on Wednesday for Thriller Podcast. It's going to be an exceptional two weeks for Thriller Podcast. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. Make sure to go out there. Get your get your bags ready. I'm telling you, it's gonna be it's gonna be nice because October, November, December, this is when we make our our Christmas money. <laughs> go out there, buy Bitcoin, save the world. See you tomorrow. This is the end of the show. You have been listening to Thriller Podcast with Car Gonzalez. Remember, Thriller Podcast is not financial advice. Everything Carr said likely won't come true. It is up to you. Now go, do your own research. Listen to other dudes that start their name with crypto, and not Carr. And remember, buy Bitcoin and save the world. One Satoshi at a time.